0: This is boring conversation anyway, a Star Wars podcast made by the guys at FlyGuy.net and dbsw.net. Officially sponsored by BigBadToyStore.com, thousands of toys and cool collectibles shipping worldwide. Make sure you check out Big Bad Toy Store for their hot pre-orders and new arrivals. Hello, this is episode ten and uh, a boring conversation anyway, and uh, this is your host uh, FlyGuy from FlyGuy.net. and with me as usual is our other host,
1: Whit. Witt from uh, dbsw.net. Uh, greetings, everybody.
0: Indeed, indeed, indeed. It's been a while since we were just saying this has been a while since we recorded one. As usual, it takes us a bit of time. <laughs> we're having a life outside of doing these things, and it, um, yeah,
1: it's, uh, but we're here, which is the important thing yeah 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 life's definitely caught up with both of us i've had you know i'm sort of in transition these days and you're been overworked it sounds like um indeed
0: yeah no, no. but working for the empire it feels like but uh
1: <laughs> you got to build them death stars i
0: know man <laughs> he's ain't working hard enough um So, look, just general news and stuff straight in with the show. We've um, thank you again, I guess we should say, first of all, for as usual, all the feedback. We keep getting people on on the page finding the podcast and seeing the finest through places. And it's just really nice to to keep hearing people saying they love this thing we do, which again is like, as we've said, it's our therapy. You and I just catching up talking Star Wars. So.
1: Yeah, so, I really like the you know people have been posting up pictures and things on the wall on Facebook, um, showing us pictures of their collection and yeah. stuff. Uh, that's great. I mean, I love seeing this kind of stuff.
0: It's brilliant. There's a a couple of even the last week. Um, uh, I can't remember the guy's name offhand. Uh, Snake Man, I think he's got in the middle of his name, and um, Michael, I think mm-hmm. it is. And yeah, he posted this amazing pictures of his room and uh, he kind of made it, this was his very meager Star Wars collection and it's absolutely massive. So, um, oh
1: yeah, it was ridiculous. Yeah. Michael, Michael Snakeman is Thank that you. Who? Yeah. That's the
0: one. That's the one. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I just brought it with a chair and yeah, that one picture um, just where he's got them, all of them in cards stuck up on the walls and this color gradient is uh, wow.
0: It's <laughs> no, awesome. It's, it's uh, Star Wars uh, color coordinated. It's fantastic. It really is cool.
1: The, think... only, the only color coordination I have is with my T-shirts in my closet. I hung them up and color <laughs> coordinated. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to keep this many figures in packages. I I would just... I, I'd open them. I, I can't help myself. I know. I
0: know. Were you ever a person that kind of collected mint on card stuff, or did you always open them?
1: No. No, I always open them. And I have right now... Um, because when we ordered all of those Bobo Fets for our contest winners mm. uh, recently, they uh, I had ordered another one for myself, and it's sitting in there on the card. I had to leave it in the box from Hasbro just so that I won't even look at it right now because I want to open it, even though I already have one open. I, just, I, I like opening toys. I don't know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's kind of the smell and the feeling of doing it. And just, yeah.
1: I guess, yeah.
0: Maybe we're really kind of a junkies or something, some kind of weird plastic habit we need to you open it to smell <laughs> the plastic or something. But um, but there we go. Um, so, news wise, um, what's been happening on your side? We've got a couple of things here. Any posts you've got on your site you want to particularly bring up? Otherwise, we'll. Oh. Well, there's that one from Angry Birds, which uh, we both posted. I posted yes, one dude. version, you've posted something else.
1: Yeah, you had posted the one that had all of them lined up. It was like the Angry Rebels, I think it was. That's
0: right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: that was the one. And I had seen that one, um, and I was planning to post it, but then later that day I had seen that the guy had done there's actually like five or six des- designs altogether. Uh, but with the the one I posted was of the Death Star as the pig from Angry Birds with little Angry Rebel pilot birds flying at it. Um <laughs> uh, and I, I don't know. Do you play Angry Birds? I
0: have played it a couple of times just initially, but um, yeah, I kind of yeah. gave up after level nine or something. I think I get bored.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm not a gamer. Uh, but I've, I've seen my entire family seems to be addicted to it here. My brother and I kind of shake our heads at it, but the nephews both play it on the iPod Touch. Uh, you know, they have it on their PlayStation Three that they play it. Uh, and my sister in law, she she can swear pretty good i've come to find out watching her play that game uh it's uh it's pretty funny so they were they were all very stoked uh to see a star wars crossover of that and can't wait for a game to be made of that
0: i know there's, there's barely anything that george lucas's license hasn't touched really it's uh it's everywhere but uh Okay, that's, it's a game. It's not one that's, uh, as you say, I'm not a huge gamer either. But, uh, yeah, it's uh, certainly a cool design, and we'll put it in the show notes and have a look at it. There's T-shirts, I think, of this guy now, and I don't know what else. Prints maybe. But, um, but yeah, if you're into Angry Birds and Star Wars, there you go. Uh, the other news thing we had was, um, and you brought this up, we both haven't posted it, but we'll put it in the show notes, was the Dark Side Disney. Yes. Um, do you want to see more of it? Or you you watched it Yeah, before? I
1: believe this is... Um... It, it, it's either in uh, in Florida or here in Southern California, or uh, here in California anyway. Um, and they do a Padawan school where they you, all these kids come and they learn how to do a couple moves with the lightsabers. And then they have a, at the end, I think they have to fight against Darth Vader. And this one little girl gets up there and the guy asked her if she's prepared to fight Darth Vader. And instead she kneels down and pledges her allegiance to the dark side. <laughs> <laughs> I think it kind of threw the host for a loop because he didn't really seem to know what to do. He kind of stuttered for a second and sort of ushered her off to the side and said, oh, no, no, I'm sorry, <laughs> Sith School is over here.
0: That's a nice bit of ad-libbing from him as well. So Yeah. That is pretty cool. I, I love, I still love it. It's one of my favorites is, the I think, the Star Wars Weekends. I think it was in Anaheim. And a the uh the thriller music with uh darth and the stormtroopers dancing and um i'm sure you've probably seen that one point i've Agreed seen it
1: you. i can't post them though for some reason that's just like it's it's too much of blasphemy or something for me i don't know <laughs> <laughs> it's like it just sort of takes it too far i mean uh
0: coursing um, the streams
1: uh, yeah i guess you know i mean the next thing and they, they probably have already done it i know robot chicken dead would be like star wars on ice or something like that <laughs> uh,
0: that's true, yeah, Star Wars are nice. Yeah, I know, it crosses a little boundary a couple of times, but I just, I love the um, I'd never seen anything like that before, and then to see them dancing, but yeah, you're right, can be a little bit cheesy too. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, Darkseid Disney's a great looking video, certainly, and um, good on that little girl for doing something that really just cracked up the entire audience. You hear them laughing as she does it, so um, it's a good Or she amount. had the
1: nail perfectly, she goes down to know. one knee, just like, you know, <laughs> it was great. Superb. <laughs>
0: Cool. Other news this week was um, the biggest piece of Lego I've ever seen. Um, I'm fortunate enough to have the Lego Death Star, which I thought was huge, but forget it. It's tiny, completely tiny in comparison to the Lego Star Destroyer. This is um, Darth Vader's Executor ship, and it's uh, there's no indication as to the size of it, but it looks ginormous. Um, there's a couple of minifigures. Stuck on next to it, but it's, uh, they're definitely not in scale. This thing is massive. Part of the um, ultimate collector set, which is we've seen before, they've done the uh, shuttle Tidarium and they've done a few other huge pieces that are really kind of expensive.
1: Mm-hmm. But, yeah uh, I, I have one I have from the early early days of that when they started that series and I have a TIE Interceptor and it's oh, wow. it's really nice and it's a really nice big scale and has a stand um but that I think is one of the smaller ones I mean they didn't they do a Millennium Falcon as well
0: that's right yeah yeah huge yeah. Millennium Falcon
1: and they're and expensive too aren't they
0: yeah they are they're all really expensive sets but um this was up on lego.com and a lot of people just went nuts about it last week and then Lego quickly pulled it away <laughs> so it's <Aww. laughs> I don't know why they pulled it away. When, everybody, when the cat said the bag, you might as well, you know, let it go. But maybe it's to tie in with something. Maybe the blue releases or I don't know.
1: But, I don't know. Did they give you any indication as to how many minifigs would come with it? Because, uh, I mean, I'm almost tempted to buy the Death Star just for the, all of the minifigs that you oh. get with it.
0: The best set ever, as far as I'm concerned, but but the minifigs are uh, Darth Vader, standard Darth Vader we've had before, Bosk, the same as we've had in the Lego set, IG-88, which is really just an assassin droid kind of uh, figure, or basically three quarters of a battle droid but sprayed silver. Yeah. Looks like a new Dengar, which is going to be the one that everyone's going to go nuts for, and just a standard Imperial officer, a new Get this dinky, tiny little micro uh, star destroyer just to give it next to the executor. Hmm. But uh, the these minifigs before when you get a when you get an exclusive minifig in one of these sets because of the set's value, I mean the minifig will end up selling for like fifty, sixty bucks alone. Yeah. So uh, yeah, it's gonna be gonna be tough. But a good little tip if anyone wants to save some money if you if you're looking for exclusive minifigures is. There's, um, Lego make a lot of hard-to-find figures as keychains. And all you need is a pair of pliers. Clip off the keychain part on the top of the head. leaves a little tiny hole, which you could fill over if you wanted to. But that's one way to get a really cool um, minifig. And they've got magnets as well. So sometimes these things come out afterwards. They're They're not quite so expensive.
1: So that's probably because my my nephew has a Django Fett one, which is pretty cool. But it has like a thing on top of his head where you can stick another Lego brick on top of his helmet. Um, and my only thought is I'd seen some Lego pens in the past. Would, mm. Was he maybe a part of the Lego pen? My nephew had no idea.
0: Yeah, um, it's part of the pens. It's definitely part okay. of the pens. Yeah. Okay. But um, yeah, I mean these minif- minifigs many figs are really the way that. Uh, Um, if you're selling Lego or you're buying it online, I mean, (laughs) it's not cheap. Um, so the minifigures are like Star Wars figures, I guess they just, people want to collect them. So some of them are really rare. Um, little side note, but for example, Lego brought out Batman in Lego a couple of years ago. And, uh, they very quickly got rid of the sets, and uh, it meant the minifigures just went up and up and up in value. So some of these are four, five hundred dollars just for you know the Batmobile or something. But uh, even the individual, the Joker and the Batman, if you want them in really good condition, um, you know they're fifty or sixty bucks each. Wow. So uh, yeah, I know.
1: <laughs> <Hey, laughs> this tiny little minifigure. Oh yeah. If you thought that
0: you know that Star Wars three and a half inch figure twenty bucks was expensive, so. Uh... <laughs> So Lego's a whole other world. Um.
1: I've been getting more and more into them. I mean, because I, uh, my nephews have a huge bucket of Legos, and they get new ones all the time. And there's a bunch of Star Wars ones mixed in there. And so I spend an afternoon sorting out gray pieces so I could make a really cool playset. And I ended up staying up because my brother works late hours. He gets home from work around midnight or so, and we'll hang out and have a couple of beers maybe watch a movie. Um, and then uh, usually go to bed. Well, they went to bed. I ended up staying up till like five in the morning, building this incredible <laughs> thing. And then uh, I didn't know what to do with it. It was too big. I couldn't move it. until so the next morning I heard the nephews, when they woke up, you know, just walking in the living room like, oh
2: my God, blah, 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 blah. What is this?
1: <laughs> it was pretty funny. I still have it. I don't know what to do with it. I want to do. I want to take some pictures of it or something before. You, should. you but, should. Yeah. My brother's laughing at me. He's like, you look tired. And I was like, I was up till five playing with Legos. Was like, by yourself? And I was like, yes, by myself <laughs>
0: It's an addictive thing, and it's, it's, it can be really reasonable priced in some cases, but it can be very expensive for the finished set, that's for sure. But uh, if, if, you're ever, if anyone is out there that is swithering and thinking about getting the Lego Death Star, um, it is, we'll put a link in the show notes too. You've got to see this thing if you've never seen it, and it's being discontinued. So if you want to get a chance to grab it, grab it. Not cheap, but um, certainly I think it, on Amazon uh, it's round about the $300 mark. You may be, maybe get some cheaper ones secondhand. But um, to give you an idea, it's still $600 here in Australia. So it's double the price. Wow. So uh, if you have some money, got a really good set of parents <laughs> or girlfriend, partner, boyfriend, whatever, um, buy it. It's really cool. Really, really cool.
1: Um, speaking of the LEGO Death Star... Yep. Uh, uh, youtuber uh fancy pants who does really great Lego stop motions just put out a video and I think he actually did it as a commercial for the new Lego Clone Wars uh video game uh because it was on his channel and on the LucasArts channel. I don't know if it was an official LucasArts thing. Um, but it's a great little stop motion video hmm. of actual Legos and a bunch of you know it starts off with a bunch of clones being chased and they run back behind Yoda and they point to a pile of Legos and Yoda uses the force to build up the Legos and make a little artillery gun for them. And and then Grievous jumps out and somehow Grievous is able to use the force in this. But anyway, <laughs> he, he starts building a weapon, which then and, and it shows off all of the new sets, basically the way they go back and forth. You know, you know, Yoda will build one which will blow up Grievous's and it goes back and forth and back and forth. But then at the very end uh they have like the big atpt tank i think it's called mm, that's right and then uh, and then grievous goes and builds the big lego death star and blows everything up
0: uh, <laughs> it's, i uh, didn't realize grievous, i thought yeah. that was lego themselves i didn't realize that was um
1: kind of fancy no, that was fancy pants yeah wow He's, he's a great YouTuber, and if anybody's interested in Lego stop motion, like he does some really amazing stuff, but not only that, but he does some really great tutorials on recording sound and setting up lights and doing camera movements and all kinds of stuff. So nice. definitely check out his YouTube channel if you're into Legos and stop motion. Excellent.
0: Well, just where we were talking about Lego as well, um, we managed to get a, a preview copy of the Lego Star Wars 3 game. Um, look, unfortunately, we uh, kind of like the last competition we ran was we're, we're sending out the stuff just to U.S. customers only. Um, the competition was only open to Australian residents, just our local uh, Activision and Lucasfilm kind of uh, representatives here just basically said, look, we've got to keep this as an Australian release because it's, you know, It's coming from an Australian arm of the company, so we couldn't give that away, unfortunately, to everyone out there. But certainly five lucky winners from um, all around Australia managed to get a copy of LEGO Star Wars 3. And by all accounts, uh, people have sent in some thanks and said that was great, and they're loving it. um, We've had a quick look at the demo, and it it looks very good indeed. Um, Yeah, that
1: game looks pretty intense. I'm not... Like I don't play it, but uh, like the Angry Birds, the, all of the Lego games get played by everybody in the household here. Um, yeah. I think they have the entire series, including Harry Potter and Batman and Indiana Jones and all of that. Um, and I was pretty impressed with some of the new gameplay that they're involving with that, where you can yeah. actually like control squads of troops to go and do stuff for you and things. It's it's adding some new dynamics to the game, which look really cool.
0: Oh, definitely. It's really polished. The um, the Geonosian scene that I just played the other day... I was just blown away by the amount of characters on the screen. So, did you have a seizure? <laughs> like, well, do you know what? I'd be surprised if somebody doesn't. It's just—it's unbelievable. It's so there's just literally hundreds of little minifigures, figures, uh, battle droids, super battle droids, Jedi floating around, and ships and lasers, and and you know you can blast and interact, and run around and do them all, and beautiful, <laughs> beautiful design and the set designs really good quality and. Yeah, a lot of work. It's definitely raised the bar from the previous games. I find them a little bit buggy sometimes. And, you know, mm-hmm. um, you you press and jump and it doesn't work, or it's kind of clashing with the background. And, but very, very slick. And um, they did a really good job. So,
1: yep. I, I like the sense of humor they always put into these games. And it yeah. looks like they're going to have a lot more of the same. Um, and uh, I did like... I haven't played much of them, but I did play one level of the Indiana Jones once, and we're running around the desert, and suddenly I found R two D two, and I just I <laughs> like the way they do the little crossovers every once in a while. It's it's a lot of fun.
0: They are no, they've definitely got a good sense of humor, Traveler's Tales, that's for sure. But yep, that was Lego stuff. Lego Star Destroyer, and the game is out now. If you want to get it, we'll uh, again put some links in the show, and um, if you haven't, you should. One of the Star Wars thing I had this week just in the news, a really cool mashup video. Um, I should find the author because that's a little lazy of me. But um, it was really around, the title of it is Star Wars Trash Compactor, What's All the Noise? And someone's taken the uh, footage from A New Hope where the guys are obviously in the trash compactor with the Dianoga. And um, and they've just done this very clever mashup of uh, a scene of Obi-Wan Kenobi looking up as he hears some stormtroopers and then some stormtroopers saying to each other did you hear that noise and it's uh, obi-wan kenobi when he throws the the noise behind them and basically the mashup out works as if everyone in the death star is hearing this ruckus going on in the uh, in the trash compactor
1: the blaster bolt the uh, blaster going around bolts. it's yeah uh, yeah yeah
0: i just thought the I, editing was just awesome, really well done so pretty awesome
1: i've done some video editing in the past and i'm mad props to all these people who can throw these things together so quickly sometimes too, because okay. I mean, you got to dig through a lot of scenes and you got to, you know, cut those out and line them up. And yeah, it's, it's a lot of work. Uh, and there's some really good people out there on YouTube.
0: Some real talent. They're really, I mean, the video and audio is hard as you see to work with. It's, uh, well, as you know, you kind of uh, help us do a lot of the shows and splice and edit some of this stuff together. And it takes time, <laughs> you know, and it you got to play it all back again. You got to listen to it all again and make sure it's right. and um, and, uh, yeah,
1: sometimes by the time you're finished with something, you've heard it so many times over and over again. <laughs> My, uh, <laughs> I've had uh, uh, people li- that I've lived with in the past that are like, could you please edit that video with headphones on? I am tired of listening to that same clip over and over and over again. So it's,
0: That's tough. That's tough. Yeah. One of the things when they do start, I mean, when George Lucas says he loves editing is how many times can you see a scene or takes of a scene you know they've, they've obviously maybe they could have up to 10 20 even 30 edits of a scene they've oh, got to yeah. watch them all for all the nuances and then splice
1: them all together and oh, wow it's uh not an easy job definitely not an easy job that's why there's so many names in the credits of those big Eighth. ones <laughs> <laughs> that's for sure that's for
0: sure um some other news this week was uh gentle giant who just released a pile of stuff this week um one of them was uh the female stormtrooper from the very cool uh joker squad just as a mm-hmm. side note did you ever pick those figures up the little uh, uh
1: oh yeah, yeah 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 i ordered those as soon as they became available I, yeah, as soon as i saw that set i had to have it mm-hmm.
0: very very cool figures and uh, i just posted a picture up there alongside this new figure it was just to get uh, five uh, stormtroopers in this uh the Sith in this pack was just fantastic. I love when they do little clone packs, as as is probably expected of me. But nice little touches. And the fact it was what really her first female Stormtrooper was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. But um, Gentle Giant, have made her into a 12-inch figure. And um, unfortunately, it's not an articulated one. It's just a statue. But still very cool.
1: Now, I couldn't tell because I was looking at the pictures of it the other day. And it looks like they have alternate heads. Like you can take this head off and put the other head on where her hair is not pulled back in. And I didn't realize, I thought it was just kind of pulled back in a ponytail, but when you get up, they show a detail shot of it, and she's actually got those little tiny braids, um, right. uh, almost like cornrows or something uh, for her hair, which uh, yeah, I mean, being a hardcore stormtrooper chick, you probably got a hardcore haircut, right?
0: It's, well, this is it. I mean, the um, she's called Jez Jestang, uh, which I never even used her name, but yeah. um, she's a female Carillion, it says here, and I love the pose she's got. She's got a rifle and it's just hanging over her shoulder and it's really well done. But, uh, she's even got a little stormtrooper bootettes, um, instead of the kind of flat stormtrooper-ish kind of stuff. It's, uh, she's got a mm-hmm. little higher heels, but yeah, it's 225 bucks though, which is, uh, I know it's a little, you'd buy half an executor in Lego for that. But, uh, yeah, it's uh, look, it's still a very cool looking uh, piece. And, um, if you're into statues, I'd I'd love to see these things more in an articulated way. But a uh, mm-hmm. oh, Joker squad in 12-inch would be fantastic, just all these clones and trippers. So. Mm-hmm. Well, there we go. That was General Giant. The other one they had, uh, we were talking about just before the show, was uh, what I call Jumbo Ass Figures, which is the uh, massive uh, range uh, of vintage figures, which they've basically used. It almost looks like they've used the original molds and made them into 12-inch figures. Um
1: Kind of an odd choice this month or this release, Yay. because they've been releasing them one at a time throughout the series, I think. Wasn't Boba Fett the first one? And then they did a Stormtrooper, and they've That's done right. a few since That's then. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, but this time we get the Death Squad Trooper, or the, uh, the Shovelheads as the, uh, I know. I know. as the Family Guy series would label <laughs> <laughs> you.
0: I mean, it's it's really, I mean, it's a beautiful old photograph, and it kind of takes you back a little bit, but he wasn't the most exciting figure to begin with. Yeah. Um I think the iconic stuff really works in this range for anybody who doesn't know the the Gentle Giant took these huge big molds and they were trying to make the vintage card back for the first twelve figures that were released. So the usual kind of characters, and you know, you can Google the first twelve um Star Wars characters on, on Hasbro and you'll see what I mean. But um so we've had a Tuscan Raid and a Jawa, which are okay, but I mean really the, the kind of core ones, I think Stormtrooper Darth. Boba, even some of the droids were real iconic. But yeah, Princess Leia is a twelve-inch figure, and this is a yeah, I don't know, but it's um, it's only seventy-five dollars for this thing, which is cheaper than some of the other ones, I think. Um, certainly, the stormtrooper and Boba Fett were Comic-Con exclusives, I think. Either exclusive- that
1: or they sold out because that was, yeah. when they came out, they might have just sold out that weekend. Because I mean, I I'm not wanting to drop seventy-five bucks on a you know, one big thing that might even stay in the package. But I mean, having a big old giant Boba Fett or a Stormtrooper might be pretty cool. And I've heard from uh, reviews on different sites that they had seen these like at a convention. And then when they ordered one and got it home and actually had it to display in their basement or wherever they had it, it seems a lot bigger when it's not in a big warehouse. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> um, it's the way it looks a lot bigger once you get it home. Um, and I couldn't imagine having little of the wall space or anything if you wanted to display like say all 12 of these or something uh that would just be it would be an entire wall
0: i know i know as um as arnie from uh star wars action news mentioned in, in a review he gave uh he said these things are pool toys you know they're just huge big things <laughs> and solid lumps of plastic the thing is if you really want to pick any of these up if you have an iconic character and you want to get one in that kind of vintage line then uh Definitely pick them up because the value of these things has just went through the roof. The Stormtrooper and Fet are way up at two hundred and twenty-five dollars. So yeah,
1: and that's that's another thing to mention. These are a limited edition of each ones too.
0: That's right.
1: Um, yeah. I don't see the number here, but but they are they are limited, um, and so I mean don't don't hesitate if there is one that you're interested in. You pick them up as quickly as you can. Otherwise, you will pay <laughs> two or three hundred dollars exactly, later. Exactly.
0: Exactly. If you want to collect these things, but. Um... That's pretty much it in news. Uh, we, we had a little bit of a, a makeover here on flyguy.net um, in terms of just their kind of avatar and our image. And and a thank you to Jake, our friend uh, in uh, London, the Star Wars artist who helped us um, pull that together. He actually did that last year for me from an old sketch he did a long, long, long time ago. And um, it's taken me forever to get around to doing it, which shows you how long it takes me to get things done. So... <laughs> But,
1: uh, I really, yeah, I really like his drawing style. I, you know, it has really nice. I, I like bold black-lined illustrations. Yeah, and he has kind of that graffiti street art kind of look to it too.
0: He's definitely a talented guy. I, I met him many years ago, but one of the the things he was doing at the time was uh, with a crowd around. He just literally had a white canvas and began spraying some, as you said, some black outlines, and everybody had no idea what he was doing. And then just with literally a couple of strokes of this spray can we had this cool uh, graffiti stormtrooper standing there in front of everybody, this life-size thing. So, uh, oh, neat. He's a very talented guy. And again, if you've never been to his website, um, turn your speakers up and we'll give you a link to his Star Wars website. And it's just uh, mind-blowingly good. And some great music in the background from uh, some hip-hop producers uh, that mashes up the Star Wars theme into this really cool beat. So um, we'll give you a link to that. I think that's it for news, unless you have anything else.
1: Yeah, that's about it for me.
0: Groovy. Well, the next thing is uh, to thank our little sponsors at Big Bad, little sponsors, big sponsors at BigBadToyStore.com for the uh, ongoing love of our show. And um, just as a little look back in some of the things they've had uh, out in the last uh, couple of weeks in their newsletter we've posted on our site, um, as usual, a big supply of... Uh, Toys of all kind. Um, I'm just reading through the list here, and they have zombie parts and Catwoman, and you name it. They've also got the um, the jazz, just dying that stor- female Stormtrooper we just spoke about. She's um, 199 bucks, and she's 25. So she's 25 bucks off the uh, the recommended price we just spoke about a minute ago. So, so there you go. You just save 25 bucks just by listening to us. So, uh, <laughs> but. Um, <laughs> A couple of other things in there was the uh, Star Wars film sales they had, which was kind of cool. I've never seen these before, actually. Um,
1: yeah, those are pretty cool. They have little representations of the movie posters with a couple of cells below each one. And framed up like that. Is that what those are? Yeah. It's pretty smart. Yeah. Oh, no, no. no okay, so wait. So you can get bookmarks Uh it's six ninety nine. 99 um, oh, wow. or the whole montage thing here, it looks like, with the set for That's like cool. 170 That's pretty cool. I wouldn't mind having a bookmark. With a film sale from it.
0: Oh, that's quite a nice idea, actually. Uh, they've also got again you can save seven bucks off just the price we spoke about for the Death Squad Commander. They're selling that for sixty-seven ninety-nine, so well worth that. I've never seen the next one before, which is uh it seems brand new, which is a Darth Vader light up artifacts statue. Wow, that's quite a pose from Vader. He's kind of uh doing a yeah, bit definitely. of dance. <clears throat> <Kind> of- <laughs> In the merengue or something there. I don't know what he's doing, but, um, as he appeared in return of the Jedi, he's perched on a landing with his lightsaber outstretched. Um, the lightsaber can light up as well as the helmet of Darth Vader. So it looks like that's the kind of blue of the electric shock as he gets it at the end of return of the Jedi. Mm -hmm. Wow. Mm -hmm. Okay. Very cool. And again, 20 bucks off the price. If you want to have a look at the big bad toy store newsletter, um, I'm not a huge fan of the next thing that really is the Star Wars on the list, which is the Kit Fisto mini bust. Um, he looks really
1: pale. He does.
0: He does. Yeah. He does. This is not. I'm not best. too
1: stoked on the face sculpt on this one either.
0: No, no, no. Like some of these busts, I think are hit and miss. Might be a really badly lit shot, but certainly this is the one from Gentle Giant they're giving out. So, but hey, you know, if you're a Kit Fisto fan, I already know a couple of people saw this and said, "Oh my god, I've got to get it." And I thought, "Ooh, it's a little." Kit Fisto's maybe not well, but he's, you know, if you want to buy him as a bust, go ahead. And again, they've got six bucks off the price. So, um, yeah, saving a bit of money on this one. And I think that's pretty much it. The one other thing was uh, Star Wars murals for your wall or wall decals. Mm-hmm. Um, great if you're a kid. I think this is a fantastic thing to do is without having your, your mum and dad going nuts at you uh, putting things in the wall. These things apparently peel off pretty well and safely so you don't rip your wall to pieces. But um
1: I think I would get in trouble if I, had, if I was a kid with these because I would start drawing lasers from the X-Wing fighter <laughs> to the TIE fighter and things like that. <laughs> That's
0: a good point. Once you put a couple up, you could just join the dots and do all sorts of things. And
1: Yeah. Well, I, I used to have Star Wars wallpaper, when, or Return of the Jedi wallpaper when I was a kid, and uh, I got in big trouble because I found out that I could take an eraser and erase their faces and draw my own faces. <laughs> um, I don't think my mom minded that too much, but when I erased... Princess Leia's top and drew in what I thought should be there. Right. Uh, Mom okay. was not too excited about that one.
0: Okay. You developed early wits. That's all we can see. <laughs> eh, well. Well, there's a slave lay up there and you can... Uh, I like the fact there's not just a, so there's a Death Star and the Falcon, mm-hmm. but they actually have some of the um, uh, badges and emblems. You get the Imperial Cog. Uh, there's a couple of Star Wars logos. I think it's Boba Fett's little Mandalorian patch and the Rebel yeah, insignia. It like it. It's kind of cool. So, yeah, um, for sure. So that's it. I think pretty much the last one on the list was um, Darth Maul as uh, a Mimo bot, uh, which um, if you've never had a Mimo bot before, these very small, super cool, kind of super deformed Star Wars figures. i would never seen the Maul one before, actually. He's pretty cool.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And um, Nice thing is these guys come with some uh, goodies inside, some wallpapers and icons and screensavers and some other bits and pieces, and um, pretty cool. So check out bigbadtoystore.com for more. Okay, so uh, just before we move on to the next segment, which was the Clone Wars, um, well, as part of it, we've both seen, and for those that are listening, if you haven't seen it, season three of the Clone Wars has been revealed uh, as a box art cover um, with a kind of weird choice for the cover, I thought.
1: I don't know. It just seemed a little simple. Um, I mean, they 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 basically kind of featured one main figure on the front of each one. Like the first season was a clone with more clones in the background, I think. But like a very central clone. I don't remember what was on the cover for season two. Do you? Was it Rex? Yeah,
0: season two was uh, Yoda.
1: Oh, okay. And season one was Cody. So, yeah. That's right. Yeah. And So season three, we get Anakin. But he's just, yeah, I don't know. Not too flashy, but I don't know. I guess this is
0: maybe, maybe to do with the episode of the the Mortis trilogy and stuff. I guess he's maybe one of the key focuses of it. So I guess he's the he's the guy in the set. I think that the way that it seems to work is when you open up the box sets, for example, in season one, the cover is Corey, but on the discs, it's Rex and Gree. And uh, I think there's one other clone on, on the cover um mm-hmm. and the same for uh season two i think it's yoda on the cover inside is ahsoka and obi-wan so i guess on this one it's anakin and i don't know who else has got to be inside so yeah but yeah so on the clone wars subject uh when and i thought we would do a little commentary on the uh trailers that have been released on starwars.com um Looking at the two of them that have came out recently, if you haven't seen these, these are pretty cool. So this is for season four. Um, if we want to try we're going to try a little experiment here and queue up the first one. So that's the Cartoon Network season four preview. Um, we're going to try and watch this and give you a little bit of a commentary. So if you want to, you have a watch of them and we can you can listen to some of the the thoughts and things we've picked up from it, if you want to do that. You kind of okay to find that, wet? Can you
1: Yeah, I'm all I'm all queued you're up. Queued I volume turned down on that cool. so hopefully is isn't here too much overlap but whatever. so look
0: we're, we're just going to go ahead and from this point we're just going to play it and pause and just talk about some of the, the things we see so jump in whenever you see something and we'll um we'll give it a go so you ready yeah
1: yeah yeah totally here we uh, go i just this first opening shot is pretty cool it's just it looks like we're getting a lot more of the, uh, what is that, Wave 3 clone troopers, where they almost have more of a stormtrooper that's mask. Definitely, definitely. That's yeah. Cool. Plo clone, Chicken some butt. Yep. A little bit Padme. Talking with Dooku, yeah.
0: With Anakin in the background. Yikes. And then, the <laughs> Anakin. Usual... Go for it.
1: Oh, I was going to say that, yeah, Anakin gets shocked there. Looks like Anakin gets caught by Dooku at some point.
0: That's right, that's right.
1: Um, Yeah, I dig this. This next scene though, where they got it looks like a a gunship dropping people off in the the water.
0: The water, uh, yeah, yeah,
1: skimming the surface, just throwing people out the back. It looks like. Um, and if
0: you freeze like, for for one like, second, sorry, I was just going to yeah. say, round about seven seconds into this is unbelievably quick, but you'll get to see a very brief uh, soaker. Yeah, kind of scuba gear, which is kind of cool. You can bet your bottom dollar you're going to get a figure of that.
1: Yeah, kind of doing a tuck and roll as she hits the surface there.
0: Yeah. Then we get Rex with a really strange looking X shaped.
1: Yeah. Ship. Yeah, it's a really it's a really organic looking ship too. Kind it of a is. bubble cockpit at the beginning. I'm kind of curious if that's uh if that's separatists or if that's something else maybe.
0: Mm. Well it all seems to be going on in a water planet, so it seems to be between the Corons, I think it is, the kind of squid face guys. Squid head, as we know, and the um Mon Calamari. Mon Calamari, yep, uh, fighting on the planet they're on.
1: And that was a pretty big, uh, back in the Tartosky.
0: It was a huge, big battle, actually. Yeah, kept yeah there was and... a
1: really big battle about that one, yeah. yeah. So I wonder if they're kind of going back to that, because we had some figures from that in the Legacy line a few That's years true. ago.
0: That's true. I'm getting great. Now, this is interesting. But 10 seconds into it, We get a couple of shots of Grievous. And then mm-hmm. one which reminds me of The Matrix in some ways with the uh, – at the very end of the you know the one with all the agents are around at the very end in the in the last of the matrix trilogy with and the rain
1: and with the just rain, fighting in the exactly. middle um, yeah. and it's grievous are those, are those gungans
0: gungans exactly we're on Naboo here there's a huge droid shuttle um and lots of uh, gungans and some gungan commanders battling with uh, grievous just the scene looks fantastic yeah uh, yeah and some lightning yeah, it's definitely Gungans.
1: Yeah, that's pretty funny. The next shot we get C three PO and R two D two getting taken down. Yeah, I what? I couldn't see who they were by though. But then we jump. Then we jump right into the. Uh, you know, it looks like we got the uh, Mon Calmari riding something in, yeah. uh, attacking. As we were saying, the oh shoot, what are we calling the squid faces? The
0: Corans, I think they're called.
1: Correns, That's right. Yes. Yes. Uh, and you and I were debating about this a minute ago, and uh, you know it probably is Admiral Ackbar who's leading that charge. Um, I think you're probably right about that.
0: Uh, with it, with his helmet on, that's right.
1: Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Let me get some more of these funny ships again. Those X ships with the bubble cabs flying through some sort of explosion.
0: That's right. More of Anakin. And this had uh, me, I think, flying away in some spacesuit through some, I don't know, mist or something. Yeah,
1: I was going to ask if that was who, because that's what I thought it was.
0: Mm. I guess it depends on when you freeze frame it and whether it works or not, but... Yeah. <laughs> I'm at 20 seconds in here, and I'm getting this uh, a scene on Naboo here again in the rain where this Gungan is kicking Grievous' ass.
1: <laughs> I know, I'm kind <laughs> He's of impressed be- by that. Yeah.
0: He's just shoved some lightsaber-y bolt thing... Through part of Grievous' chest plate. So uh, that's going to be pretty serious. Yeah. God, I wonder if this is Jar Jar going bad. How good would that be?
2: <sighs> Jar-,
0: Jar Jar's just snapped. He's had enough and it's, now it's he's turned into machete or something and he's just. He's going wild. <laughs> <laughs> it's like. Jar Jar's had enough. No, okay.
1: Um, I do it. like. No, 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 no. Right oh. after the titles roll, it says This Fall and then it cuts to one of my favorite parts and they've got. It looks like they got some shadow clones or something standing around. They've got a couple of a couple of clones with shoulder pauldrons on, <clears throat> but really dark looking uh Oh yeah, I
0: love this. Bit. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and uh, you know, a little bit more hardcore facial tattoos and goatees and stuff. It looks like too.
0: Definitely, definitely. Wow. Yeah, kind of shadow clones of some kind. Yeah, you're right. And a nice big explosion there at the end.
2: <clears throat>
0: well, that was fun. That, that was. Fun. That was a commentary for the Cartoon Network season four preview. If uh, you want to watch it, and we can just, and switch just it to the next
1: one. On Star Wars. dot com. Mm.
0: Um, so can we cue up the next one?
1: Yeah, I'm ready when you are. Just let it warm
0: up a little bit
1: sometimes, so these things don't stutter. I had to explain to my nephews what buffering was today. <laughs> <I didn't. laughs> Why does it keep stopping? I was like, well, it's buffering. You know, just <laughs> pause it, let it buffer for a minute. What is buffering? <laughs>
0: It's the internet generation, give it to me now! It's like I, it's...
1: Uh, trying to explain, you know, patience to a six-year-old. that, Like you said, is used to the instant gratification. I, I,
0: uh, you know, trying to try explain a 14k modem to a young kid these days, and
1: they'd be like, "Why would you wait? Why would you not just give up?" And, well, I'm so my... late in the internet game that I jumped straight to cable internet. I didn't. I completely skipped dial-up. Oh, um, and lucky when... man! I know. Well, I mean, I missed out on so many years of the internet, but it doesn't seem to have hurt me too badly um but i went to my mom's and i set a dial-up for her one year and then mm-hmm. i was there for a couple of days and tried to use it i was just like this is ridiculous i can't I'm <laughs> even a, this is stupid
0: <laughs> if anything is the screeching noise which just does your head and it's just like no anyway um anyway. there we go so we're okay. we- Dude, three, WonderCon. Here we go. So we're getting this new WonderCon season four preview, which the lucky people got to see. And the scene, which is just stonking at the beginning, about six seconds in, is four clones. We've got Rex and a few others with these very cool Captain America shields.
1: Hang on, Come just in. a sec. Mine's okay. getting all black except for the, uh, the sound. Try again here. And... Okay, here we go. So you said you're about six seconds in.
0: And we've got Rex and four other clones standing look, look, looking very badass. Kind of Tron-like in some ways.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: We've got some cool shields and someone's watching them. More shots of clones. One with a very cool tattoo. Uh, yeah, totally. With some Arabesh in his
1: head. And the lightning bolts. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. One's got a little uh, kind of samurai kind of uh, head knot thing. Mm-hmm. Very cool.
1: Oh, here we go. Now we get some more of these ships, it looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, flying in a space battle, those organic. Yep. Oh, and we get that tank driver who just came out uh, in the legacy toys.
0: Cool looking clone there. Just about ten seconds in, a couple of new designs. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're back to we're back to Naboo and uh, Gungans again. At Twelve. <laughs> Grievous is really having a hard time with these guys. It's about time to Gungans kicked some butt. Mm-hmm. Then we're in, I don't know, I think this is Water Planet, about 14 seconds in. We've got lots of snipers and uh, yeah, it's water. Somewhere.
1: Cool explosion uh, with C-3PO and R2-D2 floating yeah, yeah. off into space. <laughs> um,
0: Kit Fisto look. and a toy you can guarantee Hasbro will make. Oh, for sure. A little jet ski thing, about 16 seconds in. More Another of what I think Ackbar. is Bar and some other Dudes in the background. What else? Those
1: are weird looking dudes in the background there. I'm trying to figure out what those guys are.
0: Yeah, I don't know. No idea either. More grievous again, about seventeen seconds in, fighting Adigala, I think, or Adiagala, whatever her name
1: is. Looks like it. Yeah, that's who I thought that was. I like this next shot at about eighteen seconds in. We've got an arc trooper with a with a couple of the new style clones walking along.
0: I'm very um, sad and I know that's Commander Wolf. He's um he's had another wardrobe change. He is literally the uh, kind of Lady <laughs> Gaga of the Star Wars. This guy changes all the time. So we've had him in a he's Imperial officer kind of stuff, and he's been in a clone. He's lost his eyeball, and apparently this is Wolf here, because um, the Wolf Squad emblems on his um shoulder.
1: Yeah. Did he uh did he make it to Episode Three? They ever mention him? I think
0: so. No idea. Okay. Oh, there's loads of people, you know, you never know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, they're looking very cool. So we've got all these clones to come, no doubt, with all these new helmets, as you said, all this... Um,
1: Is that, the people? Phase 3, I think Phase they call it. Phase 3,
0: them. yeah, that's right, that's right.
1: I like them the best, just because they look so much like stormtroopers.
0: And then we get clone. some clones. One of those squid-type um, tentacle-octopus-looking kind of ships. Seems mm-hmm. to be doing something not healthy to something. Like <laughs> something up. Now here comes, I don't know if you've caught up yet, but 21 seconds in is uh, just a freeze frame.
1: Mm-hmm. It certainly
0: looks like the, this guy, Dexter Jetster, but it's probably not him.
1: <laughs> no, probably not. He's a little um,
0: old when it comes around to, the, but. Uh... <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, it is. Man, and he's got what he's waving around two of those double-edged lightsabers, and so this will be this. Okay, so aside from oh, what game is that? The the old Republic game, mm-hmm. uh, and they have that Jedi with the blue double-sided lightsaber. This is one of the only other times I've ever seen a, a non-red double-bladed lightsaber.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So some arena it seems to be underwater as well. All these mm Hmm fighting. Ahsoka seems to be, she's in her, uh, you get to see her water suit again. And I like seemed, that headgear. I know, it's cool. She's been forced into some kind of um, arena around the quarry <clears> to <throat> fight against others or something. Oh, we get some very cool looking clones again, about uh, 24 seconds in. Kind of yeah. under Neo, like with visors.
1: Yeah, those are cool looking. I like that backpack that one guy has got. It's probably a rocket launcher or something strapped mm-hmm. to his back.
0: More Anakin and Dooku. More of the cool Rocket Launcher clone guys.
1: One of oh, here's a cool shot at twenty six, twenty seven. It looks like, oh, nice. It's that, uh, it's Dexter with the dual lightsabers again.
2: <laughs> so it is. Well, that's another figure
0: you can bet your dollar on.
1: Yeah. And no, that it's... one is pretty cool. I like the action in that one quite a bit. That was, like, yeah, that was
0: yeah, a yeah, good yeah. trailer. Lots more reveal of kind of new characters and things in there, I think. But, um, Mm -hmm. look, I think we can definitely tell from this Grievous is not having a good day. He's, (laughs) uh, he's, um, he's getting his butt kicked and, um,
1: by a Gunga, no less. By
0: a Gunga, no less. And this is, that's really interesting to see how Naboo is going to come back into this and, uh, it's looking very dark and gritty with the rain and, uh, yeah, yeah, that's pretty interesting.
1: They really portray Grievous differently in this Clone Wars series versus that 2D animated one, the Tartosky ones that came out yeah. a few years ago. Because um, I remember his the first episode that he was in, there was you know there were like four or five Jedi that were cornered in a broken or uh, a crashed ship, and they were terrified. They had no idea what this thing was that was trying right. to get them. And you just see these flashes of him. He reach down and grab one of the Jedi and. Then they had uh, that Shaggy, you know, like from Shaggy from Scooby Doo. That Jedi was losing his mind. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and in, and then in this, they they portray him to be much more of a coward, kind of. Uh, yeah. You know, a little a little bit more of like throw droids at something if that doesn't work, turn and run.
0: Uh, Interesting stuff. A are cool clones as we would expect, but um, there's obviously some. I... Sorry, you go.
1: Oh, I was going to say, yeah, those clones look really cool. I. Mm. I I like the way they're portraying them in this, uh, in, the, in the animated style.
0: Oh, for sure. I mean, it's it is the Clone Wars, I guess. So it's really cool to see all this kind of these new characters, new designs. Um, obviously, seems central to somewhere this plot is. There's obviously a massive battle going on uh, in this water world. I'm not quite sure whether it's the Quarren or the Mon Cal. I think I guess it'll be the Mon Calamari world. Um, but yeah, very interesting indeed. So we've got lots and lots of stuff to look forward to for Clone Wars season four. Which should, if I remember rightly, debut kind of round about October this year, which will be the same time roughly. You'll get your, um, or a month or two uh, before that, you'll get your uh, season three box set.
1: And the Blu-rays will be out about that time as well.
0: Exactly. So it's going to be a busy, busy uh, last quarter of the year. But um, while we're talking about Clone Wars, yeah, you and I haven't spoken about things uh, since the Citadel. What's your thoughts on the, the the last two Trandoshan wiki episodes?
1: Um, I really enjoyed those. Um, I, uh, I didn't know what to expect. Like when it was Padawan lost, uh, was the title. And I hadn't, I don't think I had even seen a trailer before Mm. going into watching that episode. Um, but I really enjoyed it. And the, the hunting planet with the Trandoshans and the way they, they showed those guys were,
2: Mm, they were really
1: cool. I thought, um, and uh i had just i've only seen bits and pieces of it but that predators movie that came out like a year or so ago uh and it it seems very similar to that where you know they just go around and pick up you know things that they think would be fun to hunt
0: that's what uh, i thought yeah
1: and drop them off i was
0: almost Um, sorry i was just gonna say i almost expected at one point to see on the wall of the um Trandoshan leader's ship he had a couple of things like a wampus skull and a few other things dotted around his hall of trophies Uh and I thought if we get to see a predator's head or an alien head (laughs) but I didn't see it I didn't see it I don't know if anyone if there was something like that but um
1: I didn't think to freeze it I'm gonna see if I can go back and (laughs) freeze frame or something and look around there were some I did freeze frame a couple of shots though like there was there was one shot at the end Uh, of that first episode where that Padawan or the youngling that uh, Ahsoka was helping Mm -hmm, out. mm -hmm. The female one had just died and Ahsoka was turning to walk away and there was blaster fire going past her and things. Um, Just a gorgeous shot. I mean, they did a really great job on the landscapes and things I thought of this, of that and uh, really good jobs with the sound effects. Somebody else had mentioned um, predators um, or the Trandoshans being predators of the yeah. Star Wars universe, they even make the clicking noises.
0: That's right. That's right. the um, The commentary I watched just the other day with Dave Filoni talks about just as you exactly said the the background and the scenery, and it's it's worth to see uh, to see that little commentary, just to see more of Kelly and Plunkett. get the, the designer, the lead designer, the mm-hmm. work that he did behind it, and you're, I didn't notice it before, but all the branches and all the trees and all the kind of detail was good, but um then when they describe some of the other elements to be added there's a little bit of mist on top of it there's little butterflies flying around and bugs crawling and and only when i watched the the commentary again and they showed some other scenes did you really realize how much life is going on in the background yeah things scuttling you never even clicked but again you kind of only see these things once you see them in uh in blu-ray and stuff in high def you only get to see them but Mm -hmm. beautiful um i love the short um Because it was one of the things, when we got the season three preview um, way, way, way back, um, one of the scenes was, it was almost very Tim Burton-like, was the Padawans are climbing up a long vine with a huge moon behind them, Mm -hmm. and there's a kind of curled, tailed piece of kind of uh, wood and... Anyway, that's one of the freeze frames for Padawan Lost, episode 21. And just finally to get to see what this thing was, because a lot of the scenes we'd seen uh, in that trailer for season three were, were actually just shown in these final episodes. <clears> so it took a long, long time to get there. But, but yes, um, what
1: do you think? They, of, did that, they did that to us with season two as well, with all the bounty hunter stuff. They kept showing so all the did. bounty hunters. So all season long, we're waiting, and it wasn't until the very end. That's right. I'm wondering if season four is going to be like that too. We're going to, we won't <laughs> see Dexter kick some butt until the very last episode.
0: Um, so what did you think of the wikis? I thought they were beautifully done
1: and drawn. I did too. I was really, really impressed with that. Um, there were a couple, couple of like sort of long shots where you saw Chewy running um, that looked a little awkward, but that's, it, it's sort of the same, like uh, same sort of thing I had mentioned in the past where the, the cartoon still feels a little bit like a video game to me, but mm. man, I, I it was it was great to watch Chewie running around. I was I was scared of how that was going to come across, but I think it did a great job of it.
0: No, they did. They did. They, they really looked good. They looked like their episode three counterparts. And uh, mm-hmm. no, I really enjoyed it. And nice little touch was again. You, you, I didn't really click on too much until the the commentary, which again, really good from Dave Filoni, was the uh, I believe her names. Oh, I'm probably going gonna, gonna to kill it, but I think it's something like Suti, or S-U-T-I or something. Uh, mm-hmm. She's one of the bounty hunters from a previous episode where we had um, Embo and um, some of these guys fighting with uh, Obi and Anakin against mm-hmm. uh, the pirate Hondo Anaka. and um so she comes back and her ship comes back and Dave Filoni talks about how they had to extend the ship because the design was a little smaller and again, stuff that you just you wouldn't even notice and yeah, uh, really love those commentaries. Sometimes they're really completely off in a different direction than you think you would supply. Yeah, um, you pretty much always learn something about uh, the the way they made them.
1: Yeah, and I don't. If you're anything like me, I mean, I, I eat that stuff up. I, I love knowing little random tidbits and things. Uh, um, it's I know it's annoying sometimes when I'm watching Star Wars with friends of mine, and I'll mention like, oh yeah, that guy in the cantina, he actually knows that guy, and they know that. <laughs> um yeah i i try not to be that guy but it happens sometimes
0: well i like that guy because that's the kind of guy i'm like too
1: yeah yeah i
0: know um did Um, you ever get a chance to see the did you ever get a season box set of the clone wars did you know
1: i haven't yet it's been on my christmas list for the last couple of years um i got the the Clone Wars movie on Blu-ray this last year. Um, I don't know. I might break down and just buy them for myself uh, later this fall when the season three comes out on Blu-ray. Yeah,
0: there's there's a lot of the reason I'm saying is the the, the special features. They're, they're not huge, but the special mm-hmm. features on both the, of the discs um, are, are really pretty good. Pretty uh, good twenty twenty five minutes long in some cases. Mm-hmm. And, um, the one that just remained I just watched it the other day was uh, on the Mandalorian plot episodes. And uh, Dave Filoni just goes into huge depth, uh, as does Killian Plunkett, this awesome designer. Pardon me, just around the whole kind of um, the way that Mandalore looked, the designs that actually brought it back to the helmet design, to the chest plate design of Boba. It's really, hmm. it's pretty cool. You kind of get a sense when you watch it, but they, they show you how much work went into the lighting mm-hmm. and the movement. And it's, um, yeah, it's, if you're into that kind of thing, you love it. you definitely love it.
1: Oh, for sure. No, I'm looking forward to that. Thanks.
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm rubbing it in there like, you're
1: missing it. Yeah. No, <laughs> well, I don't have, I mean, I have my Blu-ray player right now, but we don't, here at my brother's place, we don't have a big screen TV. So watching Blu-ray is kind of pointless because it's not an HD TV. Sure, sure, sure. Um, one thing I did like about the the Wookiees episode, though, that, they, that you don't normally see too much in 3D animation was how dirty uh ahsoka and everybody was by the end of that episode that's right uh, that's i right. mean they they were filthy they were running through the mud <laughs> trying to get away from everybody and things um i don't remember which forum it was on uh but somebody had said that when watching it with their kids the, at the end of the episode they said ahsoka really needs to take a bath <laughs> <It was> just, <laughs> yeah leave it to a little kid to say that
0: <laughs> they did they were really great which is good it's a small detail that you know sometimes these things can forget but uh mm-hmm. I love the Trandoshan little micro ships they had, which again is another thing I'm sure has, but I've got to do, you know, give us lots and lots of Trandoshans that are just painted kind of different. And the little square ship they had, the little, little like safari jeeps. Yeah. That's, that's a good point. Safari jeeps. Yeah. but well, um,
1: They even sort of had like the little roll bars with lights on them and stuff. It just felt like a Jeep to me. Yeah, and I, I love the right. different types of Trandoshans that they had. Like they had kind of the big fat guy with the red goggles and yep. he was kind of the gunner and they, you know, and, uh, um, yeah i I thought they did a great job representing those um and almost looking at those transdotions, it makes me kind of think that they kind of slacked on Bosk a little bit um, yeah. last season um but yeah. who that knows? was
0: kind of before the um that real difference in the character mold yeah, uh, the car- yeah. character model I should have said so that's that maybe why but um yeah you're right that's definitely a, a uh wasn't looking quite as good as some of the other transoctions we saw.
1: He just seemed a little more rounded off, whereas those mm, guys, You're right, yeah, real, real jagged and sharp feeling. Yep. And the and they, had, I like the way they had I I don't know if it was just their markings or if they had actually done like war paint on themselves, kind of thing. But they they look like this really tough, crazy biker gang almost.
0: Yeah. I kind of I didn't realize actually uh, when I, we was watching the episode that that was the final one. I thought we were going to get much more of a cliffhanger, um, kind of like the Boba Fett and he goes to jail and the something. It was a little. Um, it, it almost felt that like if they'd ended on the Citadel episodes, it would have been a little bit uh, more of a, a cliffhanger. You know mm-hmm. that kind of show off between Ahsoka and Tarkin, and that kind of you know, well, I'm going to give the codes to so and so, and I'm going to give the codes to, to, to Palpatine. You know, and, and there was yeah. there was a little bit more of a darkness and, and and a kind of rounded end. I thought than that these these episodes just felt as if they could have fitted anywhere really.
1: Yeah. This one, I mean, it, it almost left you with kind of that warm, fuzzy feeling. Cause I mean, Anakin was so worried about Ahsoka and I forget the exchange at the very end, but there was some line about how he was worried basically cause he was a teacher. And she basically said, you know, I was, I made it because of you or something like that. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah. um, yeah, but I mean, it was a little more touching whereas his last, last season was sort of, you know, cliffhanger waiting.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess Chewy was there too, so it was a kind of you know, a nice end in that way. But mm-hmm. I guess it's it's hard to end these things on a on a cliff note, I guess. It's uh, not the easiest thing to do when they've got all these shows to produce, but but yeah, it's um it was another good season, I think, apart from our as we called it, the, the um the missing tea plots and the the <laughs> uh, famous five kind of episodes. Uh, they really picked up halfway through like nothing on earth. They really did. Um
1: yeah, the second half of the season. I mean, I've definitely gone back and watched um, watched them when I had the chance to. And I was able to go back recently. I had missed the episode where Zero the Hut had escaped from jail or mm-hmm, something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, so I went back and rewatched that one again recently. Uh, that was a pretty good one, too. There was some good action in that one.
0: I know. I miss Zero I Rush. Really, I really grew to like him. At first, I thought, what is this character? And then I just loved the mother. he was brilliant. He really had a character about him. He was just... Um... Unique and different, but unfortunately, he. Oh well, better not say anymore because maybe some people haven't watched it. But there we go. <laughs> so, uh, Clone Wars, I think, was uh, rocking it for us. I think in some ways it's been pretty good. And, uh, yeah,
1: kind of looks, bummed. Now we got to wait till next fall.
0: Yeah, I know. Season four looks good too. Um, so yeah, Clone Wars, all good. Which moves us on to the last segment for today, which is toys, mm-hmm. and. You can definitely lead this off because you have done something I think incredibly cool. Uh, we with, talk about the blaster. are uh, you're talking about Boba Fett blaster, yeah? That's okay.
1: Um, yeah. So as as I mentioned, for Christmas, uh, for his birthday, because my birthday is in uh, like the beginning of January, I believe it's the. I'm not even gonna guess because I'm gonna get it wrong, then I'll look like a jerk. Um, anyway, <laughs> for his birthday, I gave him uh, Hasbro's Boba Fett blaster and the helmet and. The helmet has a pretty nice paint job. It looks pretty good. Uh, the blaster, on the other hand, has a bright orange stock. It has a green scope, um, a green barrel, and a, just a light gray uh, sort of body to the gun. It uh, does not look anything like the movie. So I wanted to repaint it. Um, and so I've got – we'll post a link. I've, I've put the, some of the process photos up on Flickr. Um, and in the first shot, you can see that I've taped off the – there's little vents that run along the edge of the barrel. So you can sort of see it light from inside. And I taped that off. And I also taped off the orange tip. Um, I don't know what it's like in the rest of the world, but here in the U S you can't have a toy gun that the tip isn't orange. Um, yeah, they've I've had too many it. incidents with kids getting shot because they're playing with a gun and the cops can't tell if it's a real gun or not. Um, so yeah, safety tip for everybody who's painting these guns for their kids, and it's going to be used as like a, you know, a costume for kids to use on Halloween and things, leave the orange tip. Um, so anyway, moving on, I first painted the entire gun. I just used regular primer spray paint. Um, I just, I, I don't even remember the brands. I was looking for the cheaper ones. Uh, I just made sure it said it bonded to plastic, um, mm-hmm. Good point. (laughs) Yeah. And I used, I took a rag and I just used a little bit of rubbing alcohol and sort of just rubbed down the whole gun to get all of the little greasy handprints that my nephew had left all over it. Um, which is just a good thing to do if you're going to be spray painting something. Uh, I've painted things in the past where I didn't do that and I can see handprints under the paint. Uh, it just sort of takes differently there. So alcohol or even like fingernail polish remover or something, something is just going to get all those oils off. Mm. Um, and then just let that sit in the sun for a second, let it evaporate. I gave the gun a quick coat of gray primer, um, covered the whole thing, and then I did a. Uh, so, uh, so I
0: guess you need the primer before you can apply the other paint, or. What, um, I this? just
1: I just did it so that the entire thing just had a gray base, so that way. Um, yeah. Little uh, bits
0: if, and pieces wouldn't show through, and yeah. Yeah,
1: exactly. If I miss anything later, it's just it's still gray underneath. You're not going to see any of the like orange or green, maybe that would show up um and so from there i started uh i took or i took a little bit of silver spray paint and just kind of hit a couple of the little areas over the gray um and so from there i took this is where i pulled out the tape and i took just some blue painter's masking tape uh because it it peels up real easily but still makes a good seal and i started sealing off different areas around the stock and uh Then I took some brown and painted the stock brown and peeled off the tape and like the silver areas that I had taped up looked really, really nice on there. Um, And then I took some black and went over the edge of the barrel and the scope a little bit. I didn't use tape for that because I did want a little bit of overspray onto some of the silver and the brown Mm. just to make it a little more weathered. Um, And I was just really careful with it. Um, Some other people might want to tape off some of the areas they'd already painted. Um, I've used spray paint a bit, so I'm kind of experienced with it. Nice. And so from there, I'm looking at this is the third picture now, and it's pretty much every. I went back and I taped off a little bit more around the stock and a little bit around the handle, and hit it with black. Um, Again.
0: So the the primer, then the gray, then the black on top of it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yep.
1: Yeah. And, uh, And so at this point, we've got a black gun with a black scope. The the grip on the handle is kind of gray with a little bit of silver speckled on there. And it's got some silver details on the stock of the gun and the stock is a brown. Mm. Um, And you can see on here that the uh, it's got little, like it's almost like paint has been chipped off on some of the edges around the barrel and things. Um, And originally what I had planned was by putting the, the silver and gray underneath the black, I was hoping I'd be able to just kind of scuff it a little bit and you'd be able to see that Mm. shine through, but that didn't work very well. Um, and so what I ended up using was I just took a silver Sharpie, um, and was able to just kind of draw along the edges. Basically, I just thought to myself, okay, if you drop this gun or if this gun scuffs against something, what parts of it are going to scuff? And then I would just take the silver Sharpie and kind of touch those edges up a little bit. Um, and it really gave it a really nice dynamic. It does. It does.
0: Um, as far as... Sorry, I, I just just to say, at first, I, I yeah. thought you'd literally sat there and, you know, painted it on my hand. Or uh, Yeah, you're right. Silver Sharpie. Wow. Would never have thought that.
1: <laughs> yeah. And you can see on the next one, there's a close-up of the barrel. And there's, I don't know, it's like the third or fourth rung up. You can see a couple of little lines that kind of go off the edges. They don't, they're just, they're not straight mm-hmm. along <laughs> the other ones. Those are the ones I, I let my nephew do. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there were parts... I, I did most of the painting, but I wanted him to, to do some of this too. Um, and so when I had parts that were taped off, especially the first coat where we just painted it gray, it was like, you know, here's how you spray paint, you know, go for it. <laughs> like you can't mess it up at this point. <laughs> just try not exactly. to spray it too heavy in one area. And he had a lot of fun with that. And, uh, the next picture or two here is some details of the scope and the screws and things, and just more of those little silver details that I added. Um, really the the touch. The yeah. stuff. um and, Thinking about going back and adding a little bit more weathering to the stock, um, maybe using the same method I did on the Millennium Falcon, where I just sort of water down some paint and kind of blot it on there and wipe it off wow. to make it look dirty. Um, and then at the end, because right now all of this paint was primer, and so it's cut a little bit of a tackiness to it when you're holding it. Okay. So I need to find some sort of like a a sealer of some sort, like a clear sealer that I can put over the top of it just so that it doesn't… Because, like, my hands were sweaty the other day, and I was playing with a gun. And when I got done, like, my fingers were a little bit blackish. Um, so it, okay. I need to find some way to seal it. It's not quite finished yet.
0: I just have this um, vision of you running around kind of, you know, in a park somewhere like,
1: pew, 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 pew.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, it wasn't a park, but it's, uh you know, <laughs> like, yeah. We were okay. chasing yelp the other day with uh, stormtrooper blasters and a lightsaber. Um,
0: that's kind of <laughs> that's fantastic. Oh, dear that's uh, so cool it is so cool um you're right i, I don't know how you what, what can i what could you get that would seal it all or is there some kind of i don't know what's uh there,
1: there, there's some stuff out there especially for modeling stuff i need to go instead of just going down to the local hardware store i was going to go down to uh there's a hobby shop nearby and i was going okay, to okay. bring it in and just ask their opinions um and uh you know take it in there one to get their opinions and also take it in there two to be like hey look what i made guys
0: exactly it's it's <laughs> beautiful looking for those that again, the link will be in the show notes, but, uh, this, uh, I managed to pick one up as well with the same idea and haven't done it yet, but, uh, a twenty buck toy and um you know, you can turn it into this just stunning looking movie prop. Um the way you've done it anyway. It's beautiful. How how did you get the black mist? Is it just literally holding the spray can just way back or
1: mm-hmm. yeah. And nice. I actually just would hold the spray can and I would wave the gun into the mist instead of trying to move the mist onto the gun, if that makes any sense. That
0: does. That does. Yeah.
1: Wow, um that's nice. And I got a lot of tips from I went to I went to the dentedhelmet.com and there it's just a community site for yep. people building bubble Fett props. And, uh, and man, these guys are Nazis. Like <laughs> when somebody does something that's not movie accurate, these people let you know. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, but I saw some really great ones on there. Some guys made them look, I mean, straight movie replicas just from this Hasbro toy. And then they had like a really neat uh, display from, uh, I don't know, like uh, not artifact art effects, but there's art- another company that does. Um, And they they had had some display cases from those and that, you know, they put their Hasbro blaster on it after they painted it and it looks just like a movie prop. Um, So you can go, you can go all out. Mine here, I would consider mine sort of not movie prop-ish, but a very cool kid's costume prop. Yeah.
0: No, look, I, I, to, to me, it looks fantastic. It's, it's, it's uh, better than I'll ever be doing. But um, I think that's part of the thing. Sometimes you can take things like that, and if you put them in the right surroundings and settings, if you had a beautiful glass case and a little plaque, people are not going to know. Did you know? Unless it's like you or I or something, you know, uh, or you're a real Star Wars fan or someone who's at the dented helmet or something, um, you know, it. You know, they certainly will not know that you got it for twenty bucks and you spray painted it. So. Um,
1: yeah, and I was also doing some more research on that because, like I said, the Dental Helmet does nothing but Boba Fett costuming uh, advice and tips and people showing off and things. And uh, I found some really cool stuff for building because I'd like to build like a chest piece and a backpack for my nephew. And mm-hmm. uh, and they have all these plans, PDFs that you can download and uh, print out. And, you know, uh, I found some neat ideas for just simple foam that I can stick onto a vest to try and make him a you know chest plate and things and so hopefully by halloween he'll have a pretty cool little costume
0: excellent he's going to be the coolest kid in the block wow
1: heck yeah well Mm -hmm. he already is but
0: (laughs) (laughs) it's it's beautiful i I love it i absolutely think it's great and again for something it's um when you think of the cost of some of these things that you have to buy them you know we're talking about 225 bucks for a statue Mm -hmm. the average person is not going to be able to afford that um but um it's a nice budget where you're doing something that, that, you know, you're getting into the fandom too. You're, you're making something that looks really cool. Plus, you can share it like this out to others. And, you know, again, maybe cost you 20 bucks for the gun and maybe 10 20 bucks 20 for the, the paint, you know, in your time. So, um, yeah, I think it's really cool. Love that stuff. And for anyone who's not seen the work that Witt's done on his uh, Millennium Falcon, I'm sure it's on his Flickr page. But if not, again, we've, we'll get links to it. Um,
1: Yeah, I'm trying to put everything I do these days up on Flickr, trying to get a little more organized about that, yeah. It started off as, you know, family pictures and things, but it has slowly evolved into just basically Star Wars Gallery.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Just doing the important stuff, man.
1: Yeah, yeah, Yeah. exactly. (laughs)
0: Um, So, yeah, really cool. And definitely check out Use Millennium Falcon, which we talked about, and I just, you know, fanboy, you know, just drooled over every time I see it, but – um. I never should have sold my Falcon, but never mind. Um, So really cool. Check that out. Uh, Toy-wise, something else that's – we probably covered this with our last episode with Steve, um, Seth Lord 229, when he was on um, the Republic Shuttle. We've got a few more images. One Mm -hmm. thing that cropped up, which I thought just toy-wise to talk about, was there seems to be a a clone pilot in there, and um, he's a little different, uh, I think, in some ways, the the build of him. But – the shot certainly we had was of a white rifle. <laughs> I think it's maybe just a, a kind of small prop mistake. but um, hopefully. It, <laughs> hopefully. But it's yeah, it's definitely, uh, we've talked about it already. There's images up there. Um, this looks to be the big Millennium Falcon of this year, or the big Atta of this year. Um, I actually, I just love the design of the ship. I always remember seeing it in episode three and thinking, whoa, that's cool. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, really looking forward to that one. Um, I've no idea how much this thing's gonna cost, though. That's the scary thing. But, uh, well. Yeah, I you know,
1: initial reports were somewhere around 80 bucks, which is kind of cool because uh, you know I was slightly disappointed with with this ship being the big one this year, but but the fact that it's gonna be a slightly lower price point than the big ships we've seen in the last couple of years, you know, sort of made it okay. I guess I don't know. Exactly. I mean, it, you know, I'm, I'm. If it were 120 bucks, I doubt I would pick it up um but i mean if it's only 80 bucks and if i might be able to get it down to like maybe 60 on sale or something like that i mean it's definitely something i I wouldn't mind having in the collection it looks like a fun play set too when you set it all up
0: yeah you're kind of siloing a little bit your sound's going a little bit i don't know if uh um, know, just just in case it's, um
1: okay this... i'll lean into the mic a little more no that's, <laughs> a, that's a perfect... it's just
0: it's sometimes the um yeah it happens with the I believe they call it siloning anyway. You started turning all uh Battlestar Galactica there, <laughs> but, um, figures. Another thing is figures. We got this, uh, in the last couple of weeks since we last spoke, you've had quite a few. Um,
1: yeah, I got, well, I, I, I did a, I did an order from, uh, our old friend Tongori. Um, I'd had a little PayPal money, um, from our generous sponsors, the big bad toy store. And, uh, Um, And instead of buying a Boba Fett blaster and helmet like I did from them last time, I I went off and I bought a few things off eBay and was able to pick up a couple figures that I had been wanting. And so I was able to get – I got that that new Dig Luke, uh, pilot gear, and I picked up the new Skiff Guard, um, a couple of those orange clone troopers um, from the Legacy Wave. I also picked up a couple of the Mandalorians from the Clone Wars Wave a couple waves ago. They, they they were very cool. I just you know, with the articulated hips and all, I just I had to have a couple of them. So I picked up two of those and two of those orange clones. Um I was also lucky enough recently, um a friend of a friend was cleaning out their house and they had all these old Star Wars figures and they had bought a bunch during the Revenge of the Sith wave Ooh. and one of them that was in there was I guess he's an ATRT gunner or something like that clone. Okay. and uh, and he comes with this cool little attachment for his helmet and he has like a shoulder pauldron of sorts and uh Yay. and i didn't know it but he's got he's got ball hinged hips like he was this was one of the first clones right. maybe that came That's out right. with those but he has swivel elbows and he has swivel shoulders it was like they gave him all his great articulation and the the upper body just really sucks on him but uh i got him and i got r4 something it was obi-wan kenobi's uh second uh, mm-hmm. uh astromech droid and it's kind of a silver one or not silver but a goldish one um i was joking around the other day with a friend of mine because i had that and r2d2 and c3po sitting there and they asked me who that droid the gold droid was and i said it was the love child of r2d2 and c3po
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah those, those are the new toys that i got um there's a there's a few shots of those up on Flickr as well.
0: Um, Oh, there's some cool photos you've got. I love the ones you've yeah. in the jungle kind of scenes. And yeah.
1: Well, it was really funny as we, cause the yard was very overgrown at the time. So it was very easy to just like literally step out the front door and just take these photos. Um, and since then we had let the alpacas out into the yard to sort of, instead of, instead of turning on the weed whacker ourselves, we just let the alpacas out in the yard for a few days and they mowed everything down. So all of these scenes and these flicker photos of mine are now completely mowed down. <laughs> um wow. But yeah that's that's farm life for you it's it, it's been an interesting few months being out here on the farm with my brother versus being in the city where I was at before um you know and i was I was a little depressed there. all of my toys have been in storage for a while haven't been able to play so when when this box of nine action figures showed up a few weeks ago, <laughs> I, I immediately grabbed it. you know the sun had just come out for the first time in a couple of weeks, and I grabbed all the figures and camera and ran outside um I got a few more photos too that I'll be putting up in the next few days that just my nephews and I did the same thing. There's some neat rock piles out at the back of the property and we took the figures out there and we're playing on the rocks. So that was fun. They're
0: really cool. They're really cool. You have definitely your your stream. You've really been putting loads of photographs up. So um, very cool. Yeah, what Um, about you?
1: kind of new toys oh, have you been getting recently?
0: Oh, the usual. Lots. Far too many. <laughs> um, Pretty much the, you not a great deal. The, the ones that's really been coming out have been some vintage and some of the Clone Wars lines. So really the new Ahsoka, uh, the new Anakin, um, which are both really cool. They're definitely, um, the facial sculpts on them are really uh, very like the recent kind of Mortis episodes. They're very... Uh, the, the darker versions and much more mature versions of them. So is a lot taller. Mm-hmm. Uh, Anakin's, um, he's lost some armor, and the facial sculpt is definitely a winner. Mm-hmm. Um, but they both have no articulation in the ankles, which is the one, the only downfall um, uh, in them. But I uses, saw that in
1: your review, yeah, but yeah. the yeah, yeah you like you said on the hand the hand sculpt, the, the head sculpt and all. Like, it's it's That's a great looking look. figure. But why didn't they give him ankles? But yeah, anyway. It, just, it feels a little wooden at the feet.
0: It just feels a little dumb. I mean, he's got a great pose, as you see, the face and that hand, the, the kind of two fingers almost, you know, the kind of Jedi. Mm-hmm. You know, you will, um, these aren't the droids you're looking for or whatever. It's just that that pose is, it's very cool, but... Look like it's not the big deal, but it's uh, it's the one thing I think we've we've talked about this to death is when you get that little chance to to pose them at their feet, you can really get them in all sorts of kind of action. poses, just kinda of, as if you said, um uh with you know, your kind of garden shots you've been taking and stuff like that. But it feels mm-hmm. it's not too bad. If you've got a figure stand, it's okay. But yeah, but just when they're making such good quality figures, just it seems like something they're cheaping out a little bit on.
1: Yeah, and I mean it's not like that Anakin didn't have big enough ankles to to do that with. I mean, I think they were here easily. Correct. Yeah.
0: And uh I again just as I'd compared in the, the short, you know, the previous version had articulation and the ankles really and, and the legs are pretty much the same as the uh-huh. previous one. So you just kinda of think, why didn't they maybe kitbash? bash Or anyway, it's uh, who knows the ins and outs of the reasons
1: of Hasbro, but uh
0: the other I couple to be were,
1: a fly on the wall in some board meetings and just be like, "What are these guys talking about?" <laughs> but okay. oh well, interesting
0: stuff. Um, so the ones was Commander Wolf, which is a very cool looking figure in the Clone Wars line. Is just pretty much hitting U.S. stores. It's nowhere else really, uh, but it was online and managed to get some of them. So and Tung Hori had some as well. Our, our favorite seller.
1: He's in uh, blue, right? He's, he's in blue, yeah. Window.
0: And our yeah. Um, our. Our complete and utter friend that we have, who's just fantastic uh, for the show and everything we do, Star Wars, Nancy uh, at Uh she was one of the first ones, actually, I had no idea who Wolf was, and she'd actually done a hat. Mm. Uh, we've got to get her on the show soon, but she'd uh, she's done a hat version of, of this and the markings on his helmet, and it's beautifully done. And um, yeah, so finally, um, I'm kind of getting a Nancy clone here, because um, that's, that's, I've always seen that character through through her design, the way she designed it. So um mm-hmm. But he's very cool. And um, the last one really was um, uh, from the vintage line that I got was a Jedi called Fiech Search, who uh, is a kind of Klaatu, or I can't remember the exact uh, race. Oh,
1: right, right. Okay.
0: Do you know what I mean? The kind of easy yeah. lumpy and spinal kind of... Uh,
1: if heads. he wasn't a Jedi, he'd probably be one of Jabba's guards. In the correct, guards correct. I'm yeah.
0: telling you, you just you know um, change his head, and you've got an instant Jabba's palace guy.
1: Mm-hmm. But
0: um, he's got a very cool cloak, and it's one of the first times I've ever seen the material from Hasbro be uh, this different. Um, and it, actually, for once, you could put the hood up, and if you press it in a little, I think it helps because he's got spikes around his head. They kind of they don't puncture it, but they kind of it forces the the hood to stay down and not look that stupid. <laughs> kind of, you know. <laughs> Um, yep. you know, silk exactly way above about. the yeah, yeah. He's pretty cool, and again, all articulation, beautiful hands and design on the skin and the paint, and that's that's it. But um,
1: well, I haven't talked to you since, and you got a couple of the also from the legacy or the vintage wave, whatever it's called now. The um, the latest clones, like you got the oh yeah, the plane clone trooper, and then you got that that tank gunner um, as well, didn't you?
0: They did. They are. I should have talked about them. They are pretty damn stunning.
1: Um, are
0: they? They look great. Oh, the clone. Honestly, what the clone is just. Um, look, I was pretty happy with the previous ones, and you can buy these right now out there in Saga Legends. I think uh, Toys R Us in the US is having a buy one get one fifty percent off. So you can pick up two clones for ten bucks in the US right now, and mm-hmm. they're pretty articulated. You know, they have all the joints. The only thing they don't have is these uh, articulated uh, hips. Right. Um, and that's where this comes in, or so you think. You pretty much think it's the same figure, but <clears throat> it's completely remolded. And it's... Uh, it's the sculpt
1: looks really good just in the photographs alone that I've seen.
0: Yeah, it's... Uh, I can't remember who it was. I think it was Sith Lord uh, mentioned. Sith Lord two two nine mentioned these are effectively Sideshow Collectibles, 12-inch figures scaled down. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. that's, that's the only way I can see is They just are so superbly done. Everything's really right in proportion, and um, it's it's absolutely a perfect figure. Really, is that there's very few flaws in it. There's only one just on the shoulders, but uh, and the same for the ATRT, which is the um, you know the kind of mini clone walker, Mm -hmm. Um, the driver, all done in green, beautifully done again, a completely brand new sculpted, just unbelievably good design in the figure, and the facial sculpt is the one that really blows you away as well. Two two of the best figures I have seen this year, I have to say. It,
1: yeah, the face it, sculpt looked really good because I saw Dan Curdo had finally put up uh the photo gallery for right. that driver uh up on Rebel Scum recently. Um and I was I was gonna ask you, the head sculpt looks a bit different than most of the other clone head sculpts they've had out there. Um is that true?
0: I, yeah, it's it's uh, it I've never seen it before, it's brand new. Um yeah. it seems as if it's kind of like that um Luke Skywalker snow speeder. Uh, mm-hmm. figure that came out kind of recently and if anyone remembers what I'm talking about, he's wearing a skull cap but the facial sculpt is just spookily on the money Um, and this one as well is just it's Tamura Morrison just uh, through and through, it's its really incredibly well done. I think they may be doing some way of kind of digitally uh, scanning or, or kind of doing something on some figures or trying it out on the odd figure here and there because the yeah. To think that someone's actually tooling these things with a little knife and I just can't fathom how they could be. It's um so detailed. The eyebrows, the scars on the face, it's beautiful. Yeah.
1: I don't know, but then you see guys like Sithfire thirty or whatever his name that's is true, that's true. And he does some amazing sculpts. That's true. Uh, I love watching hit or checking out his channels and stuff on he's on Facebook and Flickr and a few other places I see his work.
0: Um He's working for Hasbro. <laughs>
1: I don't know, but I did mentioning uh, Dan Curdo and the Rebel Scum. I I want to give a little dig here because uh, one thing I always love about his photo galleries is he always does a diagram. It shows you all the points of articulation, and he's not doing that as much anymore.
2: I know. I, uh,
1: sure, yeah. I don't know. He's getting busy with other stuff, maybe, or something. Doesn't have time to to add those in. But that was something I always liked about his photos. The photos are still <clears throat> amazing as ever. They are.
0: They are definitely. Right but uh, they,
1: they are missing the one factor that was always a big seller for me. Like, you know, as I've said in the past, I would go and I would look at his galleries of a figure and then I would go and I'd watch Sith Lord's review of the figure. Mm. And now your reviews of figures sometimes before I'll buy them on eBay just to really get a feel for what I'm getting. Yeah. Um and even then, you don't. You get disappointed. Like when I when I got this last wave of figures uh, from Tungori, and uh, I still need to write him a note about this. Uh, the DAC figure that I had ordered came with two right hands, um, and so that's a little frustrating. Uh, the one photo I have of him, like his his left hand is hidden behind the other figure because I don't want to show off that the thumb is sticking out the wrong side. Um, and I hadn't seen these in person before, but the the clone troopers I got, they had the green helmets and I was, I was a little bummed about that when I opened up the box and saw those, but uh, well, you know, you, that's the risk you take when you buy stuff online. You know, you don't get to, to see them, you know, sort of like buying clothes online. You don't get to try them on before you, you know, take them yeah, home. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But so then I guess... again, I mean, I only paid less, less than i would pay if i bought them brand new on the card so i can't complain too much that's true that's true
0: and you know, again like you have had a couple of um i was just 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 gonna say so dak isn't luke's right hand man then okay <laughs> that was a really bad i oh, yeah. was really lame uh please don't say hate me in for that but uh yeah I, I had the same thing for you and I, I think Tung hori when he gets these figures um they definitely are. I think there's a few that are, you know, a little wonky, of uh, the odd wonky leg, or but 99% of them have always been perfect. Um, yeah. but I think but considering it the amount
1: he passed too, I, he, I had. I had ordered a slave layout from him a few years ago and it didn't come with the extra legs so that she could sit down. And I wrote him and said, Hey, wait a minute. You know, I thought it came with this, the picture you have to that. And he was very apologetic and he gave me a few bucks off on my next purchase from him and stuff. And so, you know, like most purchases on, on the internet, if you do have a bad um, encounter or something, typically if you write them um, and let them know, usually Mm -hmm. they're, if they have good customer service, like a, like a good company should, they'll, they'll typically go out of their way to try and help you out um or you know if they don't that's when you can go and write a flaming review but i mean don't don't be that person that just writes a flaming review before you even talk to to yeah yeah, yeah. i know know.
0: that's a good point that's a good point but yeah again he's um as you see getting these some of these figures i I mean i genuinely you know i'm broke trying to buy some of this stuff but that's that's my habit and my addiction (laughs) that's what i do but um when you uh, uh, you know get, getting a chance to get these figures a little bit early because you know without without going on about it um, you guys obviously in the US get a lot of figures very early compared to some other countries and so getting mm-hmm. a chance to get a figure roughly at the same time and um, as you said for a very low price you know it's it's kind of worth the the online risk and gamble sometimes but if yeah if you're if you're a mint on card and you're a real um you know maybe one of the dented helmet real quality kind of guys and you want the best of the best then you got to wait for it and pay for it i think
1: Mm -hmm. wait uh, for it and pay for it good good way of putting
0: it. it yeah definitely but um yeah figures abound that's for sure and um It's kind of had an acquired period, I think, in some ways that there's waves to come out, but the whole world seems to be in disarray of um, when these waves are and when they're coming out. And I'm hearing more and more issues from the U.S. about waves being hard to find. And man, if it's hard to
1: find for you guys, it's incredibly hard for us to find uh, over here. I need to start branching out more because the one that I go to most is a target where I do most of my target shopping and I'll swing by the toy aisle and they literally still have way one of the vintage up there on the shelves. Yeah. Um, I picked up one of the return of the Jedi wave there, but that was the only one I ever saw there. And granted, I haven't been in there in about a month or two, but I have a feeling you could probably still see a four, couple four LOMs and an AT or ADAT pilot driver yep, guys yep, sitting yep. on that peg.
0: Yeah, no, we're the same. We, we seem to be, um, in january we were the first to get this wave four which was the kind of django fed zam wessel kind of wave and they're just still everywhere they're just you know it's been four four months and uh, we're middle of april now and you know they haven't yeah, really changed um,
1: um i haven't actually seen any of those on the pegs i mean i haven't been shopping much in the last couple of months but i have never seen any of that wave on the pegs <laughs> um
0: oh.
1: and i know i think i think it was jamie doll uh posted on our facebook page in the last day or two that's right sick he posted them, yeah. a picture and he's so sick of seeing him and he's in australia down there with you isn't he that's
0: right yeah or the pegs are swinging with him the the you know which is great but um they're definitely they're stuffed full of saga legends more than anything really I think, yeah <clears throat> um according to a lot of people i've seen and someone new and Nabil, uh sorry someone new in youtube we've made friends with a guy called Nabil has been um posting some uh, videos of his local Walmart and some of the stuff, and yet again, swinging with Saga Legends like, you know,
2: mm-hmm.
0: like fruit on a tree, <laughs> this thing's just bursting with these, these figures, <laughs> and they're just going nowhere i think i think they've got to a point now with some saga legends where they said it was uh you know one of the biggest sellers but
1: i think it's i think
0: it's reached a so
1: many of them out there (laughs) um yeah i don't know uh you know i kind of wish they'd go on like a super liquidation sale i mean you know like you said they have some of those older model clone troopers in that wave and i mean if they drop down to like you know Clearance prices of two or three bucks. You know, if you get a squad yeah. of clone troopers for ten, twenty bucks, I'd totally do it.
0: Exactly. Um, but I, I believe Saga Legends is about six dollars fifty in Walmart, which is the same as Clone Wars, or maybe it's eight or nine dollars. I don't know. But um yeah, so the price point seems different for new and old, and mm-hmm. I don't know. Hasbro seem to have some issues with the waves and. Uh, we've justed some wave five uh, stuff appear here in some regions, and but yet some countries overseas never even some of them haven't even seen wave one. So mm-hmm. I, I don't know what's going on with Hasbro and uh, some of the stuff. I'm hoping this Q and A that gets started up soon, we can get a chance to. Um,
1: yeah. So yeah, uh, what you doing, guys?
0: But um, I'm sure
1: I, it's not easy. I have to say, one of my favorite things—well, it's not really favorite; it's really frustrating—but it always puts a smile on my face. Is uh, I'll be at the store, and sometimes we will have. You know, Saga Legends will be on sale, but the vintage ones won't, and the Clone Wars w- won't be, yeah. or vice versa, some other combination of that. And so I'll be, just so that I'm clear on it, I'll go try and find somebody to ask them, like, okay, so is this one on sale, or is this one on sale? <laughs> and they just look at me, and they're like, how old are you, and what, what who cares? <laughs> so obviously I get that, too. Nothing about Star Wars, and they're just like, how old are you?
0: Uh, I mean, the, like the our audience certainly from Facebook, the, the age group is uh, you know they're they're a little more mature, mm-hmm. and um, uh, yeah, I can guarantee the majority of us are all going to distort saying, um, yeah, my son was really looking for this figure, and you know, of course, it's for us, so uh, I'm sure it's a well worn excuse, that's for sure.
1: When you do bump into the person, though, like you know, because they're, I mean especially reading the rebel scum forums and uh yak face and stuff there's a ton of collectors that have jobs at target and walmart and things Mm -hmm. and you bump into these guys every once in a while and they're more than happy to spend a good 15 20 minutes in that aisle with you talking about (laughs) stuff is coming out and this and that and like and i've always got a couple of my stop motion videos on my iphone and so every time i pull one of those out that starts a whole new discussion Uh, but yeah
0: cool well that's figures and um I'm not getting anything else. Um, now, you're going to be maybe here and there and traveling
1: throughout the galaxy a little bit. Yeah, we're going to be doing a little, uh, um, yeah. just Yeah, I'm going to be on the road for the next couple of months, uh, starting in May and June, uh, again with alpacas. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I'll I'll give a brief rundown of the whole thing before. I'd like to do at least one good recording before all of this madness happens. And uh but yeah, so just to give our reader or not readers, our listeners a little heads up. Uh not that things haven't been a little sporadic already this year, but they the scheduling might be a little off in the next month or two. We're not sure.
2: Um and have- I
1: definitely want to keep this up as much as we can. Um so in the meantime, we are we want to interview people. We want to talk to people. Um and especially if anybody lives in the Pacific Northwest of the United States, um, Oregon, Washington, Northern California, parts of Idaho, um, get in touch with me because I will be, like I said, on the road hitting those areas. Um, and who knows, I'll, you know, maybe we can meet in person, hang out for an afternoon and uh, record something. You can be on the show event. Um, Definitely.
0: Definitely. So yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll change things. It may be changing things a little, around a little bit. Uh, we'll, what's off doing his thing and he'll be, Traveling with the Tauntauns throughout the galaxy, and I'm sure you'll, we'll be dialing in with some uh, news and updates, but, um, yeah, it's, um, not going to be for that long and.
1: Yeah. Oh, and actually wait, this is a great sure. for for this. Um, so last year I took a trip to Thailand and I took C3PO and R2D2 with me to, to Thailand and I took Sweet pictures good. of them all over the place. Um, and I'd like to do something similar for this trip, but I don't know who to take with me. Um, C-3PO and R2-D2 were great for Thailand because I needed an interpreter droid uh, while I was there. (laughs) Um, But for driving around the Northwest um, of the United States, um, shearing alpacas, I won't be doing the shearing. I will just be helping. But yes, it's going to be an agricultural thing. So maybe keep that in mind. Um, I kind of thought about bringing Han and Chewie. I'm not sure. So if anybody has any, any ideas, please send me some comments.
0: Um, I was, was going to say, I think a Han and Chewy would be definitely apt, but uh, yeah, let the, let the viewers land. decide.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. So that that's all I got for this week.
0: Cool. 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 Okay. Well, thank you everybody for, uh, for listening. If you've got this far and, um, hope you enjoyed the updates and toys and big bad toy store and clone wars and the, the little mini commentaries and, and Witt's uh, fantastic stuff on his Boba Blaster and all these figures and bits and pieces. So as usual, thank you yet again for all your comments and feedback that you give us on Twitter. And uh, which, again, thank you. For, I never get around to Twitter these days and uh, you're just all far too kind. And um, the stuff on Facebook, again, keep posting. i love to see your uh, comments, your photographs and all the stuff that you guys have got. It's uh, It makes it fun and makes us do this thing if you share some more stuff with us. And we'd love to get you on the show and talk about it. So we'll slowly but surely go through and try and get in touch with some people record some segments and put things together for some little micro-shows over the the, the coming months. And we'll have some regular um, people kind of standing in and helping out to to cover the show as well. So, um, yeah, same stuff, same channel, just um, maybe not so frequently, but uh, we'll uh, we'll find out what's going on. So, um, yeah, that's another boring conversation anyway, I think. It is. Okay. So we'll see you for the next episode, and thanks for listening.
1: May the force be with you.
0: Cheers.